I'd like to welcome everybody back to Tuesday night in this fine Kensington Basement Podcast Studio for First Amendment Sports. I'm Ken Marangolo. He's Kevin Ricca. And things are, child, going to get a little easier. Sitting across from me, live producing, Brian Stabby. Glad to be back here. He's Tim Strachan. What's going on, fellas? Good to see you, sir, in the spotlight over there. This is the Audible. This is our Redskins programming of the week. We are in episode, I don't know, let's call it episode five and a half, six-ish. Bang. Off-season on the brink. Um, covering the greatest television show on the air, off the air that there, that there is. That's Washington Redskins football. Um, we kind of have, have developed a habit of starting, I like to at least start with, for the Hawkshaven people, uh, who I very much appreciate, that go on Hawkshaven and check us out. Um, this week's um, six-pack, I tried not to be too negative, but I also, I think that if there's ever a place for the discussion to be, um, I think it's the six-pack, and that is, um, I mean, we can just do a, a quick poll. People have been mad about things the Redskins have done in 20 years. That's a fact. I hadn't noticed. Yeah. And, and even despite that madness, there's always been enough diehard Redskins fans um, slash, at points, diehard fans of other teams that have filled up FedEx uh, on, on Sundays. And, um, yeah, some people have bailed over the years. But it, just, it, it hasn't – it's only been like those snowy – 45 nothing games against Kansas City or the cold rain or, or just, you know, or Thanksgiving or just times when people weren't going to go because the, the team sucks. And, um, and they, they had bail in their character previously. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm thinking I'm starting to get really concerned about um, the stadium experience in this coming season. I think that um, – so Dan Snyder has, has removed sections and he's had a variety of reasons, but everyone knows what the re- real reason is. Um, and, uh, you know – the rumor is he's he's moving out more sections. Um, you know, I I heard I heard you know some lower bowl you know sections potentially obstructed view seats, which should never have been sold to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going to take any seats out, in fact, those should have been really the first ones that he removed. If we're being honest, um, so th- it's it's not trending in the right direction. And I and I do I hear I, you know hey listen I know there's a lot of people who um, I've been going to games with for 15 plus years. Um, there's not a whole lot of them left. Um, for one reason or another, even the ones that have held on the longest um, have, have, I don't know, uh, have held on. <laughs> they, they, they've, held, they've held on, and people aren't holding on. Um, I say the Alex Smith deal was in many ways um, a gutsy move by the organization to try, st- you know, to try to put something on the field next year that doesn't take a drastic step back from Kirk Cousins. I think they succeeded Despite themselves, they succeeded in that with Alex Smith. Um, we do have the draft coming up. We do have free agencies still to come with money to spend and reason to believe that a, that a player or two is going to want to come here and be part of Jay Gruden's team. That could reinvigorate some, some folks. But I just kind of wanted to talk for a moment about, um, you know, what you guys are hearing. Because, I mean, I'm always hearing something, and I'm not liking what I'm hearing. And I'm, I'm a little bit concerned. Um, and if you're, you know... If you're a Sunday guy, you know, it's concerning. I, If you don't mind me starting, I think years and years ago, I was able to separate church and state uh, three hours a week, 16 weeks a year. Uh, that three hours is religion, man. That's, yeah. uh, that's something that 
I've been able to separate the owner from the on-the-field product. And I'm not saying the on-the-field product has been tremendous, but that's my love. That's my passion. And I think of it as family, and you can't pick family. You know, you got the crazy drunken uncles, you got the lunatic brothers and sisters. Maybe I don't. Maybe I do. Either way, there's nothing I can do about it. I love them. Yeah. And uh, I love my three hours weekly. And obviously, as I've gotten older and understood the front office's his role in all of this, after being spoiled by the Bobby Bethards of the world and the Charlie Casserly's, to realize that that Sunday product came from somewhere. And I just put all my faith in the guys that are making the decisions and hope that Bruce Allen isn't as bad as some think he is, as bad as I've said he is. think that a Doug Williams in there gives me the faith that someone from this franchise has lifted us up to the highest that this franchise has been uh, on one day. Uh, and maybe it's naive of me, maybe it's not. I get, a lot of, I get a lot of flack for being a bit of a homer. I just love this team, and I want to be optimistic about it, and I want to take the losses on the chin and stand up like a man and realize, yeah, my team lost. Uh, I preach that as not to bail. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to say Bruce Allen has been an idiot in certain situations here, and he's a great glad-hander, get-the-stadium-belt-across-the-river type cat, but whatever. It's not going to stop my love of Sunday and my passion for figuring out how to make this football team better while we sit here on Tuesday nights. I think the stadium situation is a younger man's game or a family man's game. And my kids are too young, and I'm not. So that has stopped me from going to the stadium in the fashion that I did at one point, like we all used to, like you still do. And I respect the hell out of the guys that do it. And I would never tell anyone not to, but I do understand why you wouldn't want to give those dollars to that little guy. It's disappointing um, to see the stands filled with less, I don't know, for lack of a better word, people like me um, who are there to, you know, cheer their butt off on third down, uh, fourth down, obviously, um, who, who know all the rules, you know, about being, uh, you know, a person. when you go to games, I mean, there's like a whole... The etiquette. The etiquette, you know, about being a fan. Uh, and it's just, it's I'd not l- the same. I'd like to think that... If the stadium had never left D.C., there would still be this tie to the good old days, whether it was RFK Stadium or on the same spot or near it, whatever. If you still had that connection to being in the city where it started, where the uh, love for this team uh, began and grew, I would hope to think that today in our transient world and all that, it would actually be a little bit different. Hell because, yeah, Benning Road and Minnesota Avenue to, would be sweet. I'm not trying to chastise Jack Kent Cook or anything like that. This is something he got to do at, you know, at the end of his uh, uh, ownership in his life. Um, was it the right decision? Probably not. I, I just would like to think that that's where the disconnect be, you know, started. And if they could find in any way to get it back in the city, maybe they could tap back into that. Can we conjure up the spirit of RFK spirit and take it with us it. somewhere? That means we're wearing dance night. It needs that karma vibe. We need to get that That's vibe back, back. that no. vibe back of I want Washington, that, D.C. I want that, football team. Yes, I want that constructual karma that happened. I want the seats to shake like we've talked about. I want the we want Dallas chant week three. We don't play them until week seven. That's what I want, yeah. and uh, that's been lost on us. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I have gone to games. I go to about a game a year. And it's not like I've totally avoided or have this big thing. Life happens. And, uh, you know, you rely on the next generation coming up. Unfortunately, in our situation, and I do understand it, guys, 
some of these guys in the next generation didn't walk in three Super Bowl parades in quite the fashion that we Correct. did. Yeah. Uh, you know, Zero. Hey. I could actually walk in all three of those. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like where we're heading there. <laughs> but uh, well done, yes. regardless. Yes. That's, that's a true statement. And, but I will say quota this. Has that's been hit. how you do hey. The quota humor. has been hit for the night. <laughs> and aside from however you ambulate to these scenarios, to do these celebrations, I will say this, that as a spoiled Redskin fan, in my lifetime, since I started Rooting for football in 1981 till right now, only four franchises have more Super Bowls than my team. Only four, yep. and that and that's not lost upon me. And that's obviously why I come from this place. Only four teams have more Super Bowls since I started rooting for football. I don't forget that. Now, granted, it's been a minute. Yes, <laughs> an you're, hour. You're, I yes. mean, you're talking a lot about people not showing up because they're unhappy with what, like Bruce has done and like what the team has done and. Well, that's like, what Ken was talking about, but yes, I was commenting wait, on it. So you led into that. You're talking about how crummy it is to go to a game at FedEx, like in person. No, I'm talking about tapping back into that spirit, that vibe. That this is a it's, true it's sterile. DC they don't have. They don't have anything. I think they, they lost a lot. Of, they hey, lost a lot there. of loyalty. They lost. People a lot don't of, love FedEx let, let me, Field. No, let me. Yeah, let me say this. FedEx true. Field is a five. That curvy stadium that was RFK. Now that was a ten, gentlemen. That was a beauty. But just, yes, just and the we switched feel, over. The we switched smell, over to plain Jane with no personality, and that's what we did. Yeah, we didn't divorce. Uh, it happened to someone in our family. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't our choice. This just happened. And yeah, when you show up on Sundays, no, nah, it's not there that. Was a kink it's not that heritage. gorgeous girl next door anymore. Where you were welcome to walk into the house and open up the fridge. Yeah. Those days are gone. I just think you're both. Now you got to like, pay twenty-seven dollars to open a fridge. I'm there done. There's a kink in the heritage that we call being a Redskins fan. Uh, um, legend. I mean, yeah. you know, uh, throughout decades, throughout you know history, and there was a big disconnect when they moved to uh, Raljean. Well, I'm saying is you're right nice because the team has not been good, and you're right because it's like a crummy place to go see a game. Winning, 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 winning leads to what yeah. Ken was saying in the winning. six pack. If what you're saying in the six pack, like people are just kind of fed up and like it's not one thing or the other, it's just kind of like all of it. Winning makes that five into an eight. Does anybody a Super Bowl turns that eight into a ten? Anybody uh, on Facebook got something positive to add to the negative discussion? Yes, it's Matt, Matt I say it real quick before, it's, it's and I want nostalgic. you to actually do it. But James says that Bruce Allen has his head so far up his own arse, he can't see his own tonsils. Congratulations. Yes, no, not, he also I, I, says that is a good one right there. I don't know if we can say what this. sandwich would he make. Uh, he said it's that it's up to you. He Stabby. wonders if you've ever get the feeling that the season is going to be harder than Chinese algebra. I mean, every why season Chinese is. Algebra hey, this is NFL football. Winning an NFL Spanish football game is way harder than the average German, fan understands. It's probably tough. Just hard as algebra. Tough. I, I think my prop, my biggest like what I have such a hard time with is I also have that meh feeling, which is documented through like 200 comments on the six pack. <laughs> Um, and yet, I actually think that the team is not a loser of a team. I mean, I think we, there's plenty of talent on the Washington Redskins to win games. And, and I guess my point is that they're seven and nine, eight and eight, ten, you know, eight and eight, nine and seven, somewhere in that range, based on playing a last place schedule, based on it being Jay Gruden's offense and another year with Tom Sula and Minuski, and you know, get a draft pick right. I mean, yeah, th those that, are the guys we hang our hat on. That team can go ten and six anytime. The team can go six and ten. Um, so I think. I want. I, I'm. I'm not losing my my passion, so to speak. But I 
I just I feel it around me. I just feel like a little bit of air has been sucked out um, from the room, so to speak. Uh, and it, how energized would you be if they found a way to bring the team back into DC physically? It'd be fun. I just want to see them win. I don't care where they win at this point in time. I just want to see them win on a regular basis. Would you root for them if they were how about anywhere else other Virginia? than DC, Maryland, or Virginia? Like, no. let's say they moved. Yeah, they're gone. So I, you I, do I'm care a, where they. Oh well, well no, 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 Virginia, Virginia no, no. makes right. it hard for me. Stop. Personally, I'm just curious. The Redskins are the Redskins. Yeah. The team is the team. The, the, the white-collar guys making the choices and the decisions do not affect my passion or my conversations yeah, no, with my seven-year-old son I about the family connection that is the Washington That's Football right. Redskins. They played three teams this past season that had relocated, and I just saw with the visitors who came to Hogshaven, who came to the site, how difficult it was. Some of them were people who hung on and like kept with it. You know, the Rams, the Raiders were leaving L.A., it was very hard for them to and either accept, and the Chargers, for them to accept that a team had changed the, cities. So that, I'm just curious. That's one thing that we're never going to have to And also, about. Redskins fans showed up in droves at both the Rams and the Chargers game. Yeah. And overtook the stadium. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I would have loved to have been there. It's, uh, a, it's, a, it's a theoretical. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, so, uh, you know, listen, everything changes with winning. That's a fact, especially uh, when it comes to sports uh, and, you know, our mentality. If the Russian Redskins win... We're going to be just fine. Um, all I'm saying is, I think that they're, they're, we're, we're hit, we got we hit a, like a little bit of a I don't know a fleck uh, you know a fleck, flexion a rough will, patch a juncture uh, yeah we'll see fork in the road yeah I, I think this would be like the best the best opportunity <laughs> for the Redskins to look competent and play solid football because I think um, I guess to close it out I think this might be the most important time for the Redskins to look like a professional organization uh, in their in their entire history. Yes. Yeah. A whole generation of fans has never seen anything. Um, and I think if they haven't lost some people, they're, they're about to. Got to look good. I think Alex Smith is the answer in that regard. And, and the equation isn't finished. And the equation's not finished. The onus is on the front office with this extra loot yep. to make the right picks, to make the right plays, to draft the right guys. Never no going to lose us. They're never going to lose us. And that's why it's going to be sweet as hell when we do pull this off. Because yep. there's going to be a handful of us that stuck throughout. That's right. And rode this wave, maybe a tsunami. <laughs> maybe it went the wrong way. But when it's all said and done, if we got something, if we got something like we think we might, hey, let's let the process unfold. I didn't realize till this conversation how much this all falls onto Jay Gruden's shoulders. It's the, it's everything. As I said, uh, as, as, uh, this is the year of Jay Gruden. Everything mm. is set up for him. If he fails, um, it's it's bad. It's really bad. And if he does does well, it's great, really great. And I, there's no in between anymore. I mean, he is he, everything. He has to be the, the the savior for our organization. He has to be the face of our of the Redskins. He has to be the leader of the Redskins on the field and off the field. He has to be the reason why we're good. And there's no doubt about his offense being you know, functional and steady and yeah. him being a guy that could be one of the better play callers in the league. And if he's had something to do with this choice, which we all know he did, which the, with the Alex Smith deal, then let him have that same hand in the wide receiver number one and the running back number one with the left guard that we need. Yep. Because he knows which way we have to go. We can sit here and talk all day. But if he doesn't have his hand in that with the old Dougie boy, and hey, look, hey, Eric Schaefer's a guy that's one of the most respected cap guys in the Around league. Around a long time. All right, come on, Eric Schaefer. It's time for you to work some magic here too, brother. We yep. got some guys that are capable. And I'm not saying Brooks Allen is incapable. You know, he's up and down. You know, 
Ernie Grunfeld for the Wizards and Bruce Allen for the Redskins. We've made he's made some great choices. He's made some horrible ones, and we got to live with it because I ain't going anywhere. Obviously, nope. So here we go. This is what we got. This is our family. All right, let's make the most of it. Let's make the best of it. Let's hope they make the best decision possible moving forward. And that's just where my head's at. I'm not telling anyone else to think that way. I'm just, uh, this is possibly a reason why we get called homers. I think we just, we love it um, unconditionally from a baseline that includes family, friends, and our culture around here. And I'm never turning my back on that. When people say that to me, that means they were never a part of the fabric of this culture to begin with. If you if you can give it up, then you never really understand exactly it. Uh, exactly. I do believe that. What, what do you got there, Brian? We're going to go back to Facebook. We can. Give, let's go. Give it. Give give me somebody who's uh, got something good to talk about tonight. All right. So Chad, who messaged us yes. in advance of the show to ask Sorry when we were, we were coming late. on. Sorry, Chad. We were late. I'm Robert. Fly. Chad. Also. Chad was first I, I on. Like the, I nice. like the. I like the. Chad free and Robert. First of all, awesome. Both of them. Awesome. We take messages. We'll, Thank you. We'll, guys. You can slide yes. into our DMs anytime you'd like. Yeah. We, we, you we'll, used to call me on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, she hates when I do that. Uh, you guys were sort of <laughs> leaning into this a little bit, but sort of given where we are, like mm-hmm. a couple weeks removed from the Super Bowl, a couple weeks from the draft. What do you see as the next move they make? Like free agency. Well, he says this off season. It's so. gonna be free agency because that happens in two weeks. Um, so officially, within, it's the Alex Smith within deal. two weeks, March fourteenth. Yep. There's a tampering period, a free tampering period um, mm. between now and then. Uh, I'm talking about the basement, or uh, yeah. Oh, that's NFL. Like, no, it's all right. Good. Always, always legal tampering in the basement. <laughs> as, uh, he's he's a lawyer, and that's what he said. Uh, house, house counsel, tracking and tracking. They um, they won't hire you. They'll try. They'll yeah. try to apply for a job there. We take exclusive clients. Yes, yes. Um, so I I think that uh, a free agent's going to happen before the draft. Obviously, um, people want me to say tag and trade. I'm not going to say tag and trade. That's what could happen between now and then. But I I think what will happen between now and then is the Redskins will be a major player um, for a wide receiver. I know at Hogshaven we are um, pushing Paul Richardson. Um, I, as I as I think I've said, I know a lot of people believe he's right in the range of money um, that we'd be willing to pay uh, wide receiver. He would come in right away and and play. Um, uh, got to stay healthy. Um, got got a lot of things have to work out with any anyone you walk out. I think he comes in for about the same amount of money we paid Terrell Pryor, and I think he performs, you know, just way better. No, um, no, I know. Anything's better than the prior experience. No doubt. And this guy's heads down yep. better than prior. He's a, he's a proven product, but he's missed 19 of the last 64 games. So that has to be taken into consideration yeah, for a team I heard was that has been dealt with injury blows that we can't even possibly fathom. Another her- name I heard was Moncrief. Dante Moncrief. Um, Keegan loves him. Could um, be more like a another and i don't mind a value guy at this spot and i think he will be a value guy he's not going to be one of the top guys money getters because i think we need a i think we need someone that needs to tote the rock a little bit guy already and that's kind of the other problem i know i know well landry's a done deal so they tagged him up and we don't have to that's not our problem or our hope or there's 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 i wouldn't say a glut necessarily but there are um, there's a long list of wide receivers, and if you can go down the list a long ways and find guys that you could be like, oh yeah, sure, I would, I can see paying him, you I know, just a don't contract. See a perfect fit. 
And I don't think Alex don't Smith see. needs one. And I like that you said that because I don't think Alex Smith needs Maybe this not. big superstar wide receiver. And, I, and that's because no, no man, Vernon Davis has caught more touchdown passes from Alex Smith than anyone in his career. If we, we haven't even touched on the possibility of the Alex Smith-Jordan Reed healthy combo. You saw what Alex Smith did with Travis Kelsey. The guy had over 1,000 yards, and he was banged up a portion of the season. That connection was ridiculous. His connection with his tailbacks all, all his whole career and the touch he has thrown the ball out of the backfield, and we're talking about Chris as Thompson. As long as they're not we're just, talking about Chris just Thompson, checked down. We're talking yeah. about uh, a Jay Gruden, Andy Reid type of offense, same yes. thing, running. That's we're going to have a Chris Thompson making plays all day. We haven't even mentioned Jamison Crowder or the relationship that he could possibly build with Josh Doxson. Dude, the Josh Doxson story to me is the biggest one because everyone talks about how in um, Jay Gruden's offense, Alex Smith is going to be having to throw to – I mean, I hate these. It's like uh, these crazy um, math, this crazy math, but people are saying, you know, this, this space, the openness of the receiver on average is, is – is slightly less than what he was seeing. I would argue that there was no maybe except for Kelsey, you know, in the tight end spot, which we can we can balance with Jordan Reed. I don't think he had a receiver that had the same catch radius as Josh Doxson. It's time to kill the boy and let the man be born. And Josh Doxson showed that he can do it. You know, showed that he can play Episode the game. Title, but Alex Smith will there throw the ball. There hasn't been a Game up. of Thrones reference in a while, by the way. It's time to kill the yeah, ball. That was great. He, well, he, there hasn't been a show. Alex Smith throws the ball in the air. You know, and he gets he'll, he fits it in windows. Yeah, but he'll also he he'll also heave it up because he was throwing at guys like Hill, pushes it out window who can just run underneath it. Now you know this: if you take Hill out of the equation. His deep passer rating is still number one in the NFL. You take all of Hill's production out. His deep passer rating, he's plus. He's accurate. Plus, I think what they would they listen. I don't know this. It's not like I'm watching film like that. But Jay loves the way he 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 fits it into receivers and and throws them open. Kirk started doing that a tad bit last year for the first time. This guy does it and doesn't turn it over. I mean, twenty less turnovers than Kirk in the last two years, starting the same amount of games, is a gigantic number. He'll he's throw to any. Uh, any ask Marcus receiver. Peters. That's we right. all had to yeah. say. We all had to yeah, see. Yeah, it. He he's had, had a slew that. of former teammates in the last like two or three weeks come out and talk about how awesome a guy he was to be on team with. The Redskins got crazy lucky with him. Uh, why, and Dirty tough. Pay baby. attention on Hogshaven. We put put up week one today. Um, Harrison Weinhold and uh, Peter, um, his boy Peter, were uh, breaking down every Alex Smith game from 2017, uh, play by play. Hell uh, yeah. On the Telestrator. Well done. Welcome back, What Harrison. up, Harrison? Week one went up today. We're going to be um, putting another batch of them together soon, so um, keep your eyes open for that on Hogshaven. Like I said, week one is on the site right now. Um, I, I, you know, I think there was really only one other area I wanted to touch on, and I wanted to touch on – if it, we haven't done the Combine yet. So the Combine starts, I believe, Friday, Thursday, Friday, uh, the end of this week. Um our boy Steve Schaub. You don't have it on. It's going to be down there. DVR. Oh, I usually it, it, they they re-air it at night. You don't have to DVR it anymore. Nt. They just run it 24 hours a day. Um, who doesn't like watching? You know, 350 pound guys run 40 yard dashes. Uh, it's pretty entertaining stuff. Especially when it's Chris Jones. Chris Jones, who by the way had an amazing season. I knew that was coming. He up. did. Uh, he did. It's so. We're you know going what? down or flopping out. We're One way or the other, we were going to get to. He did not. His, his season <laughs> did was not a flop. <laughs> Running, running the clock out with your. Ooh, oh no! I said it looked like a uh, a tree fell down and a bunch of Keebler elves sprinted <laughs> out of it. That, I think that's what it was. Yes, that yes, yeah. that has. See, like the combine yeah. is kind of the gift that keeps on giving. You never know what happens. Is. The cool is. thing is, I think it's only Darnold TV. isn't throwing. Um, I, I, I think that all always, the other guys are throwing. I don't know. Again, old school stuff. But who why? wouldn't throw? Why would you I, throw? Oh yeah. 
I mean, what do you? What is Players want to play, throwers want to throw. That's kind of what I, I thought. I don't understand. I'm not going to let you see this. Shh. I mean, unless he's got yes. an injury, or unless he thinks throwing to people that he hasn't thrown to before somehow oh, yeah. throws them. I, I don't know. People are in, in their ears. Throw the damn ball. And they're not judging completions. They're watching the ball the spin off the ball. fingers. They want to see the smoothness the of the release. They want to see you turn. They want to see your footwork. Really? They've seen Sam. it on film. You're not, you're not hiding anything. Ball. Yeah, you're not hiding anything. He's not watching this anyway. Look, you I'm going to talk to you, Sam. Know. Throw the ball, Sam. Samuel. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. You're uh, a quarterback. Throw the ball, Sam. Seriously. Um, we're going to be throwing the ball a lot. Alex Smith will be throwing the ball. Before we uh, close out, I wanted to see, hey, Juice and Darren and Chris, can you guys, can we get them in the shot over here real fast? I want to, I want to, oh. I want to see, if you, will you guys come in on, on, on here real fast? Can we close out the audible? Invite these Enter guys on real stage. fast. I've been trying to mean to do this for the right? last couple weeks, and I left. I just want to get people involved. I want people to know what we're all about down here in this basement. It's the Audible is, is what we've been doing for two years. Um, can, can you can we get everybody? Hey, I just want, I just want to introduce everybody. In, but some say the more some say the epicenter. Some call it yes. the mecca. I don't yes. know. He but, was a good counsel. I don't so, know. I want to get too close to him. On behalf of First Amendment Sports, I want to introduce and say thank you, Darren McClinton, Kevin McClinton. Our, just because you never know who's going to be on, never know who's going to be in the basement on any given night. Hall of Fame, G Dub, Chris Monroe, Pride of Good Council. Is that correct? Uh, 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 not, is that good counsel? Yeah, it's good counsel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. making sure. I was like, hey, wait, I thought you were correcting me. Yeah, um, this is our, we had Matt Seal earlier on WCAC Spectacular. We, we talk nationals. Kevin and I do on the front side. Um, we talk football. We so talk cute. basketball. And um, we can't, we don't do this by ourselves. This is the full team. Um, please listen to the Hotbox. It's, it's an awesome show. Uh, we'll be back every single Tuesday doing all of these things. Don't be afraid to tell us who you think the most handsome is. Who the most handsome? Real fast. Hey. Right here, LeVar. Obviously. LeVar Ball is in the house. He homeschools. He homeschools every Tuesday night right here in this basement. He's Kevin Ricca. Hey, man. Thank you guys all. Hail to the Redskins. He's Brian Stabby. This is awesome. He's Tim Strachan. Appreciate everybody. The McClinton Bros, Chris Monroe. I'm Ken Marangolo. On behalf of First Amendment Sports, this was The Audible.